couldn't care less. All systems indicate a smooth arrival, Samantha Jacks. I smile. You got that right. Since we jumped from Ithis Tor to the beacon closest to Nutera, the crew could be forgiven for thinking we intend to land there. That's what our orders demand. Instead, we're heading away from the planet. We are not operating on the conglomerate's credits, and this is a vessel out of Lakian, so I can do something I've been longing for since the minute I acceded to that rock-in-a-hard-place decision. JL, the merc who betrayed us on Ithis tour, was right about one thing. People seem to think it's fine to force me to choices that range from bad to worse. No longer. I add, Activate comm. I need to bounce a message to Chancellor Tarn. Acknowledged. The system glimmers to life before me, and I sit down to record. This won't take long. Constance zips through the protocols, leaving the proper software in place. In the shadowy light, I can see myself in the terminal, and it's an eerie feeling. Alone, but not. I could make this a lot more detailed. Instead, I go with blunt, which is my favorite style of communication. If I never have to dissemble again, that will be wonderful. My time on Ithis Tor damn near killed me, figuratively and literally. I imagine Tarn playing this message and smile. Then I deliver two words. I quit. Satisfied, I stop the program and tell Constance, Send it right away, please. My pleasure, Samantha Jacks. Do you require anything else? Not at the moment. Feel free to go back to exploring the ship. Like she needs my permission. She's been blazing through the circuits since Dina, our ship's mechanic and my best friend, set her free from the memory spike. Under her direction, the long-haul fuel system has increased efficiency by 14%. Though I had no hope of the merchants on Ithis Tor doing so, Constance might even improve the phase drive from the inside out. Standing, I consider the consequences of what I've just done. Tarn may reply with bluster and words of obligation. He might say I have a duty during mankind's darkest hour. Maybe he'll even accuse me of turning tail when the chips are down. Once, those accusations might have even been true. Now, my skin is too thick with scars for such barbs to draw blood. I know my own metal. I've glimpsed my breaking point, and Tarn will never, ever have my measure. I choose not to serve the conglomerate as an ambassador, but that doesn't mean I've given up on humanity. Surrender isn't a word in my personal lexicon. There are other ways and means. If nothing else, if this tour taught me there's always a choice. Now we're heading for the last place anyone would ever look for us. Emory Station. It will be a long haul in straight space, but this isn't a frequently traveled trade route. And there's nothing here to attract pirates and raiders. We should pass unnoticed. After the Morgod attack, Serge, one of March's old Merc buddies, and Cora, his Rodation mate, turned the place into a virtual fortress, complete with junker tech that will prevent the docking of Morgod vessels. Just thinking about them, the ravening monsters, brings to mind a memory too vivid for me to staunch.
After Vel shines the light both ways, I don't have an opinion, but I do know my skin is crawling all to hell. It feels like I'm passing through wisps of webs, not enough to entrap me, but it does stick to my face. I refuse to let myself start slapping at my skin, a complete breakdown of impulse versus intellect. I won't be the one to go nuts and flee shrieking in the dark. The hum of machinery grows louder as we make the turn JL suggested. Maybe we can find a terminal here, so Vel can patch in and see how many we're looking at. I'd rather know the odds, straight out. I saw the bounty hunter handle a full clutch of Morgoth on board the Silverfish, so maybe our chances are good. Maybe. I continue the silent pep talk as we continue, step by step. The coppery stink increases the closer we come. By the time we hit maintenance, I have to cover my nose and...